Hey everyone, what's up? Welcome to episode two of Off the Top, where basically Andrew, Kevin, and Derek we just talk about whatever is on the top of our minds at the time. And this week, um, I feel like our friend group has always really been into like personality tests, yeah. just in general. Um, <laughs> but one of the ones that we're gonna be talking about for this episode is called the Big Five, and uh, we did it on Truity.com. So if you guys want to like do it and like kind of follow along later with our discussion, you can go to truity.com, uh, and then we just did the, the Big Five kind of model of personality. Okay. Um, as an introduction for everyone, um, I'm just going to read what they have off their website because this is new to me too. Sure. So the big five, also called five factor model of personality is usually the, the most widely accepted personality theory in the scientific community. Although it is not as well understood as the Myers-Briggs kind of personality, um, it's generally believed to be the most scientifically sound way of conceptualizing the differences between people. The Big Five is so named because the model proposes that human personality um, is measured along five major dimensions, um, which creates kind of this acronym OCEAN, and we'll dive into each of those later. Um, And in the Big Five model, people are understood to have varying levels of key personality factors which drive our behaviors as well as our thoughts. Okay, and just to briefly overview the five kind of things, it's openness, conscientiousness, extroversion, agreeableness, and neuroticism. I don't even know what the last one is, like what it means, but I mean, you know what we should do, you know what we should do before we dive into the different personalities uh, or the models, uh, we should try to describe one another. So like, Mm. since we have three people here, we'll have two people describe one person and then we'll like switch off before we dive in. Okay, okay. It's like high level if like a listener is listening and it's like you have two, like... two, three words or something. This is going to be like a roast session. You said roast session or he speaks volumes. I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you can say good things about people. You just don't say good things. Oh, that's hard. But it might sound like a bad thing. Uh, but just like, yeah, like maybe like a, you know, like a abstract about this person. If someone had never met us abstract yeah like you know like in a research paper you oh, know like yeah, abstract yeah. saying like oh what is this about that's kind of like that. uh, a paragraph okay for first word okay we can do who, who do you want to do first yeah who do you want to do? how about we choose three words per person that's a lot i can no it's just just like just like whatever comes to your mind really yeah okay. we'll just we'll just start with like like kevin then we'll just start with kevin let's go all right yeah yeah because yeah, i can't think right now go ahead go okay <laughs> kevin the first word that comes to mind is logical. <laughs> I see. Like to, it's a very basic sense of just very like logical. Yeah, I I'd say that I would say that logical is a very good description of Kevin. Like if you were to put logical like logical on one side of a scale and the other side is being emotional, he is definitely like at least two standard deviations towards logical. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and I think uh, I think another thing that I think of immediately is um, this is this is like can be it's interpreted yeah, as bad I'm or ready. good. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> blunt? Is it blunt? But no, 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 not blunt. I don't think Kevin is as blunt as he may seem. But he's actually. I think Kevin is um, strong-minded mm. and different. It's not strong-headed. So strong-headed is generally just negative. 
but mm-hmm. strong-minded in, in the sense that he is, uh, when he sets his mind on something, he like tries really hard to achieve it. Yeah. And so the negative side, right, would be if Kevin is very set on a, a way of thinking. Uh-huh. And then you try to talk to him about it. Good luck. And this is kind of experience <laughs> from Andrew. <laughs> also, a note for all listeners is I've roomed with both of these guys. Whereas these guys are just rooming together now. That's true. That's true. Mm. Um, and so I'd say that at least I've had a lived experience with both of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jeez. My defense was strong-minded. It's only on certain <laughs> topics. <laughs> on certain topics. I think in most cases, I'm pretty like whatever. Just whatever. Yeah. I see. And I think the last thing I want to say is confident. Mm, yeah, it's confident. And it exudes. Because the you know, funny thing is, whenever we talk about Kevin in like the gaming channel on Discord, <laughs> it's always about Kevin's overconfidence in a game. And then, <laughs> and then resulting in like, a, like an L. <laughs> you can always yeah. perform if you want to. But yeah, I think okay. confidence pays dividends in other ways, right? So. Mm-hmm. We do win more often when I'm like... I'm <laughs> there you go, there you go. Okay, okay, let's go um, Andrew. Let's go go to Andrew. I feel like Andrew's thought about this. Do you have any? Do you have any already? Oh, shoot, yeah. I think I was thinking of Andrew's right before we... Yeah, I was thinking about Andrew's too. <laughs> Andrew's a top two, bro. Honest answers only. <laughs> I know. I just the hard part is like I'm thinking of words, and then there's always like a balance. That's okay. Dog, is this a dating application? Like, no, I, I, I just, I, am I, I, are you trying to sell me right now? <laughs> if we're trying to set Andrew up with somebody. I think. I think for me, it's because you're so like. I think. <laughs> I just think say, it's like really say. complex. There's a lot of different areas where. It's hard to like describe you in like one word, and I, I don't even know where. Yeah, you say I'm unique. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. I think you're just very valid. <laughs> <laughs> How about I offer something, and then you guys say if it's like yes no. like a so not necessarily in in terms of skill, but in terms of interest and like maybe things that I have I I have uh, I don't know attempted. I would say like I am very much a master of none type of person. Like I, I don't like even to, know what that means. Master, no. like he's like you, he does jack of all trades. Yeah, he just does. Oh, everything. oh, okay. I was about to say like along those lines. I was gonna say you're someone who I think is very like inquisitive and knowledgeable. I guess because I just think of all these like random times when you like just YouTube a lot of stuff. I yeah, I think well, okay. I actually I agree with that. More like yeah, inquisitive. An inquisitive person just likes to like, ask questions. I don't think you're a master of none. I think you actually dive deeper than most in certain areas. I I think I'm more along the line. I, I don't think I go as deep. I don't I don't think for me I don't go as deep sometimes. Maybe. I think I actually just spread myself pretty thin most of the time. Whereas, whereas you tend to like go a lot deeper than where I would usually ch- decide to stop. You know? Sure. Because I'm just like there's experts in that, and then they can handle that. Where for you, you might like dive super deep into like alcohol, right? 
I have interest in yeah, uh, but like you dive deeper. I don't think you're like actually like a master of none. Another thing that I think that stands out for me about Andrew is like this idea of like being selfless. Like mm. I just think of like a lot of times when we're out with other people, you have a like a a, a dad kind of vibe, and I think a lot of people. <laughs> do that. I think a lot of the listeners that you, like you have dad vibes. Yeah, like yeah, you yeah, you, you like, like take care of. Um, the front and the end of like many situations mm. and even people you don't even know you kind of like just extend that level of care to everyone and i think mm. that that's something that i think describes you mm. that's right i agree with that one yeah do you need a third one um i already know what the third one's gonna be <laughs> third one you guys didn't sandwich it. You know the sandwich method is like to say positive, negative, positive. The last one? I was gonna say you're lazy. <laughs> you're lazy. Yeah. You knew it. <laughs> you, you knew it. <laughs> you gotta sandwich it, bro. You gotta say positive. You didn't sandwich mine. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah, lazy? I think I think Andrew also has um points where where he's just like, if he's not gonna do it, he's not gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think you just have the uh what's it called? The creative mindset instead of like the dog mindset. What's what? Uh, the creative mindset. What's, where a dog mindset? <laughs> What's a dog mindset? Where he just goes after things. He doesn't, you know. Well, well how is that the opposite of a creative mindset? Creative mindsets are usually people that are kind of like inspired by things and then they dive deeper. Uh-huh. But like dog mindsets will like chase after everything. Usually things that like give them a sense of success, right? So like money. Mm-hmm. Um, what's it called? Money. I don't know, fame, status, joy, yeah, yeah, fame, yeah, all that. Whereas, like, Andrew's only looking for, like, things that make him feel happy. Like, it's more on the feeling side. Or that, that would, like, inspire but him. how does that, how does that correlate with lazy? being lazy? <laughs> He's more creative. Like, it's, like, creative people are... Oh, uh, maybe that's, like, an add-on. Just an addition thing. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah, 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 you're yeah, interpreting yeah. it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think you should interpret it that way. Because if you're just lazy, <laughs> it's going to be bad. I was going to say, like, I think Derek probably has any add-on. But I would probably agree with whatever Derek is going to add on. About what? I about just think Andrew, Andrew's like, it's, it's similar to Kevin's like strong-mindedness, but it's like with regards to like, if he feels like it's not worth it and he, he comes to terms with it already and he has his logic set up, there's, it's really hard to convince Andrew to like not do something. Okay, so Andrew's totally. strong-minded too. I'm super sorry, Dr. Jones. <laughs> yeah. Once he's like, oh, it's not worth coming to this class, he's not going to go with yep. whatsoever. Or he's like, oh, Even if he go. fails. Which I didn't fail. I almost failed. <laughs> okay, and then yeah, lastly, Derek. lastly, me. Man, Andrew, I feel like you've been thinking about this. You got this. I, <laughs> I think I, I don't like. I don't like. Just I don't think about this purposefully. I think it just comes yeah. up because we interact with each other so much. And for me, I think I'm just. I just try to think about why people are the way they are and stuff, or what motivates True. people. Mm-hmm. The thing with Derek, though, it's difficult because I feel like he's actually changed a lot i was gonna use the word transition but it just didn't sound right mm-hmm. changed a lot in the last past like i don't even know like maybe four years three years yeah three, four years. So too. latter part of college 
I would say like definitely different. It's scalar. It's not like all at once, but um, because I would say if I were to describe the Derek from like when I knew from high school and early college, mm-hmm. it's very much to the books, like model student kind of person. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this guy in high school, just to give context to people, it's like this guy was basically, I'm not sure if you were, were you 4.0 student? Uh, at the very end, I was 3.9 something. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> basically 4.0 students. Like, what? Yeah. Wow. Three, basically 4.0 students like did all the extracurriculars you can think of like orchestra to like swim and not only was he like just doing swim he was like a state level swimmer mm. and then like all all the teachers liked him <laughs> all the teachers liked him and then like he was also popular at school like he ran for student exec boards and stuff and he like got positions <laughs> mm, 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 like mm, kevin mm. and i i, I would have never dreamed of that in high school you know what I'm saying? I would never do it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but I feel like I would say like from that lens, if you're just looking at contextually, it's like, oh, he's very much to the books. Mm-hmm. But I think that has shifted a lot recently. Right. Um, so, yeah. Mm. I think I think that way, that's like very, um, that's a very deep analysis. But I think on the surface level, I think I still give off like extroverted, um, maybe mm-hmm. like very friendly, gentle, kind of just vibe. Oh, you're supposed to be describing you, brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because like, I'm just saying acting, right? And, and they're like, you need to learn how to describe yourself. And after many months of like thinking, those are the words I've done. <laughs> I've decided like, I think this this captures me. <laughs> anyway, anything else you can think of? You can, you can also disagree with what I said, you know. Actually, this is good for me too, to think what other people think of what I give off. Derek is I very mean, much the life of a party too, I would say. Yeah. Ooh, do you think you're actually extroverted though? Have you thought about that? Because you I, definitely take time to warm up to people. Yeah, but and like, I know, do think I'm extroverted in the sense that I gain a lot of energy in right. social spaces. Yeah. I don't feel drained. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think being like, like openness is different from uh, extroversion. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly yeah. how that's true. Yeah, for sure. So maybe you're not as open, but I think for sure you're very extroverted. Yeah. Because like, I, for me, it's like, I think I'm extroverted, but I don't have like that level of energy a lot of times. Mm-hmm. But like this guy like comes in and it's just like, dude, sometimes it's overloaded. <laughs> yeah, 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 okay, that's a good one. Sometimes energy, it's like, hey, really bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Any kind, okay. I think, I think kind is like a good word to mm. describe, like mm. very, very much, uh, a lot more than I, yeah, very <laughs> <sympathetic>. <laughs> I think we're all kind though. I, feel like I, I think it's, I think you just way. express it in a more, uh, traditional way. Like, yeah. What we would just like society would describe as being kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Nice. Okay. All right. So now let's dive into I guess our our scores. So oh, so how we can do this is, yeah, maybe you can pull up that um, each of our scores, and then we'll kind of go around the table again mm-hmm. and just kind of yep. talk briefly about it. And so Kevin, when you pull up yours, should, go ahead and. Uh, and yeah. I think what we should do is actually we should step through the individual. Oh, and then go through all three of us yeah. say how what our percentage. Yes. Okay, you're yes. right. I agree with that. Sweet. Okay. So for the first one, openness, um, we're just going to read briefly about it. Openness, not to be confused with one's tendency to be open and disclose their thoughts and feelings, 
Um, openness in the context of the big five refers more specifically to openness to experience or openness to considering new ideas. This trait is, has also been called intellect by some researchers, but this terminology has been abandoned because it implies that people you know, high in openness are more intelligent, which is not necessarily true. Openness describes a person's tendency to think abstractly. Those who are high in openness tend to be creative, adventurous, and intellectual. They enjoy playing with ideas, discovering new experiences. Those are, who are low in openness tend to be more practical, traditional, and focus on the more concrete um, things. They tend to avoid the unknown and follow traditional ways. In the brain, openness seems to be related to the degree to which certain brain regions are interconnected. Those high in openness seem to have more connection between disparate brain regions, which may explain why they are more likely to see connections where others do not. Okay, that was a lot. I like, did not understand the uh, last paragraph. But we can kind of slowly walk through this and talk about... Um, yeah, so Kevin, why don't you start with like your score? Oh, do you want to go through... So, so you want to go through the definition, then the score? Yeah, so we're going to do, talk about openness, and then we're, you're going to kind of mention what percentage you are. Oh, and I guess, why don't you give like a context to like, 50, what does 50% mean? So 50% is like the average person. So the average person would score... Because this is more like on the... Uh, have bell you ever curve. seen a bell curve? Yeah. 50% would be like the middle of the bell curve, so like the average person. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, any percentage up would be like one say like what would you how would you describe it like being more open or being right so, higher, so maybe we should clarify degree. what high high openness looks like and then right. low openness looks right. like um so like I think so I think Derek mentioned it actually yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. those who are high in openness are more creative adventurous and intellectual those who are low, like, so the percentage is low, mm-hmm. they're, they tend to be more practical, traditional, and focused on the concrete. Yeah. Right, right. So being average on that just means, like, you're about... In between the that. Yeah, so, you're, ba- okay. you're, like, the normal person. And that's not a bad thing. Like, neutral yeah. in most cases, I guess, right? Yeah. yeah. All right, Kevin, what is your percentage? On Mine that? was 60%, so I'm slightly above Slightly average, above average. Andrew? I am 79%. Okay, and mine is 75%. Oh, yours are hella high. But you know what? I think this makes sense to some extent. Because I would say, and then I think I mentioned this when we were talking about your personality, Kevin, is that like you're very strong-minded, mm. Mm. right? And I think, that, like once again, like it's not necessarily a bad thing, especially if you have conviction on things. Mm-hmm. But I think it also doesn't um, necessarily help you uh, like, want to experience things that are in your perspective not worth it or right right, right yeah but that makes me surprised about your score because then there's certain things that you don't think are worth it you know but it, but this plays into kind of what we also said about andrew is like he's very inquisitive mm, so true. he's just generally curious and more i guess just open to kind yeah. of oh what is this for me but then you know he'll formulate a thought on that yeah very quickly right I think um, I think what's also one thing to note about this like personality testing is also talking about uh, nature versus nurture, right? Like mm. our personality is actually genetically driven. People are born with personalities. At least mm. the basis of this test uh, assumes that. Um, okay. But but also it's to realize that personality can change with self development or experience. 
mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so there's a combination of factors where, for example, for openness, if you had parents that were very much like try to shelter you and mm-hmm. maybe told you, told you to like live life by the books and you yourself were genetically uh, predisposed to try, want to try new things, for example, mm-hmm. oftentimes what you'll see is people who leave like the confines of like their parents' protection or their oversight um, will become increasingly open as they leave that space. Right. <laughs> right. and it doesn't even have to be physical it can just be like just a mental or like a relational change right yeah 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 and so i think for me uh, i don't know about you guys i think i grew up with very much like traditional parents like wanting me to like live kind of like relatively like conservatively mm-hmm. but i yeah. think like as i grew up and i was like started realizing oh like i actually want to learn more about different things that they might not necessarily approve of for example mm-hmm. Mm. anything you have to say about your score are you surprised by it are you no i think it's about right yeah Yeah. i know i'm like pretty open but i definitely have formulated ideas that i kind of stick to for a long for a long time honestly like i don't think this isn't about ideas this is about experiences right yeah even with experiences i kind of know certain things i probably wouldn't like so like there's no need Mm. for me to kind of pursue them Mm, I, see. I see. So that's the, that's the main difference with, between you guys, right? You guys would be more open to kind of to like, at least try. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? What? This reminds me of when we went to um, uh, flotation therapy. Yeah, you guys, right? I'm we like, mentioned what? it. We mentioned it to Kevin. Kevin's like, what? <laughs> um, I mean, it's cool, but like an hour in a tub is kind of a lot. <laughs> Okay. Okay, and then so the next thing we're going to talk about is conscientiousness. Conscientiousness, oh gosh, that's a mouthful. Conscientiousness <laughs> describes a person's level of goal orientation and persistence. Those who are high in conscientiousness are organized and determined and are able to forego immediate gratification for the sake of long-term achievement. Those who are low in this trait are impulsive and easily sidetracked. In the brain, conscientiousness is associated with the frontal lobe activity. Ooh, the, I don't know. Uh, okay. The frontal lobe can be thought of as the executive brain, moderating and regulating the more animal and instinctual impulses from other areas of the brain. For example, while we might instinctually want to eat a piece of cake that's in front of us, the frontal lobe steps in and says, no, that's not healthy and it doesn't fit with our diet goals. People who are high in conscientiousness are more likely to use this brain region to control their impulses and keep themselves on track. It's kind of like self-control, basically. Yeah, that sounds like that. Like, and like, and like, it's like delayed <laughs> gratification. Andrew's getting roasted here. Jeez. Okay, okay, let's go around the room. Kevin? Mine's 83%. Andrew? <laughs> Mine's 15%. 15? <laughs> 15. Oh my god. Mine is 77 Okay, so like both Kevin and wait, what is yours? Eighty-three. Okay, so Kevin's even more, but we're basically basically we're basically like I don't know two three two three standard deviations deviations away from the fifty percent, and Andrew's like four deviations back. <laughs> but he's pretty much low on conscientiousness. You know, Which what's what's funny is that like I have known this for most of my life. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding with you guys. Like some of my earliest memories from starting school, like kindergarten, first grade, 
uh-huh. is me having to go home with like a note from my teacher saying like Andrew doesn't do his classwork on time. Yeah. Andrew Andrew doesn't like um Ooh. Andrew hasn't like turned in his homework or something like that. I, that's like my kind of my earliest memories from school. <laughs> you know, honestly, being in school with Andrew, like in the same grade, I remember exactly that. So I'm not surprised. Yeah, you share the same earliest memories yeah. with Andrew of Andrew. <laughs> he was a bringing menace. He also, you also got me in trouble a lot of times too. <laughs> it wasn't okay, even. It wasn't just me though. I mean, it was a mixture, but, but like, no, in sixth grade, it was mostly you. Like, you, I didn't do anything. It was actually just that's you. so funny. But I, I definitely can see it. Like with our friendship, like even with the podcast, like we have goals. Like you and I kind of generally create goals and stuff. Yeah, I, I can see it. I think, I think, um, I, it's kind of like that. It goes back to the simple, like the marshmallow challenge, right? Like if a kid waits, they get two, and if not, they just eat the first one that they see. Mm-hmm. I think Andrew has a, if not recently, he's also kind of made it more clear that it's more like the live your life now. Yeah. Yeah. And like experience what you can right now right. because, you know, there might not be a tomorrow. So I think mm-hmm. that kind of capsulates into this of like, he, he thinks a lot more about that delayed gratification idea because he doesn't know if it's like worth it. Yeah. 100%. Whereas, yeah. whereas I think, because for me, I grew up in, with that kind of teaching of like, oh, that's just how the way it works. Like you have to like, in Chinese, it's like, which is like first it's bitter and then at the end it's sweet and so it's like mm. learning to take on all that like bitterness first before mm. you can really you know delve into like the luxury and right. relaxation right. but now i'm kind of like pulling back from that because um you know with our other podcast the financial independence retire early it's like we we kind of don't want to just wait until the very last mm-hmm. minute and so um right. I'm, I'm having to deal with that a lot but i yeah. I, I agree with my kind of score yeah me too oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I, both of you guys, because I feel like I'm the odd one out here. Mm-hmm. Like when I, when just like thinking about the way that you guys go about wanting to achieve something, it's relatively the same. Yeah. Mm. yeah like yeah, yeah. you guys are very, like you guys believe in the, believe in the consistency of hard work um, paying out in results. Right. Right. And I'm not saying I don't believe that. I mean, mm-hmm. to some extent, I don't believe it as much as you guys. But oh, definitely not. <laughs> it comes no, but, off. But um, but in the way that you guys go about it, it's rel- relatively similar. Like, yeah. well, at least when it comes to school, which is probably our primary example, it's like, yeah, just head down, just work. You know, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. You know, I think I'm just reminded pretty often that like Andrew thinks differently sometimes, <laughs> especially yeah, on this topic. So, so, but I think there are times where I learn from you guys, though, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I think if Kevin, you let's just say because. Um, a little bit of background. We both didn't get into our majors during our um, junior year of college, mm. and for most people, you're at, by the time you're in junior year, you should be in your major. Yeah, Derek. Derek, let me give you an example of how conscientious Derek is. <laughs> Derek got in at the end of his freshman year, right? <laughs> um, and I would say that if Kevin has wasn't necessarily in the same position as me, and kind of going through that process of head down, work hard. I feel like I would have probably had a really hard time doing that. Yeah. Also, I was in that. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you were learning from Andrew. Yeah, I fed off Andrew's energy the first two years. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, don't even blame me for that. No, I'm not blaming you for it. It was a good time. No, 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 no. no. First freshman and sophomore year were really fun. Yeah. But it was just like. (laughs) <laughs> There's gotta be balance, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
But, yeah. but that is just, just to say that definitely it's true because in my experience, when I have been more like that, it's generally be- because I've been around people that are more conscientious than I am by a long shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, because this episode is going to get long, I think we're going to break it up into two parts. And so we're going to probably close up this first one just with these two, and then we'll uh, start a new episode with kind of the other three. Um, so I guess any last thoughts in regards to openness and conscientiousness? I don't think we already talked about it enough. It's pretty spot on. Yeah, yeah, spot on so far, somewhere. it's pretty yeah. good. Um, all right, so we'll see you guys in the next episode.